0: had a doctor's appointment with my oncologist today, and things dramatically changed. Welcome again to Chino y Chicano.
1: I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. In May, we learned that Matt had a cancerous tumor on his right kidney, and since then, his life has been kind of a roller coaster. So in this part two of Matt Chan has cancer, we thought we would update you all on Matt's status and that roller coaster ride that he's been on. So Matt, (laughs) um, where are we now since May when you first found out? A
0: long ways. You know, actually you're catching me at a good time because I had my, uh, I had a doctor's appointment with my oncologist today and things dramatically changed. To recap, you know, when we last spoke, I, uh, I was diagnosed, they had a plan. They were going to partially remove my kidney to take the tumor out, leave most of the kidney there, and, uh, and then see what happens after that. Well, a lot has happened. I've had successive biopsies, and they noticed that a couple of lymph nodes were had become cancerous with the same kidney cancer. Uh, so they were getting more concerned. The plan then shifted to, let's remove your right kidney. Um, because we don't want to, since it's spread, we don't want to have to come back in three months later and remove the kidney. So let's just do that. And so that was the plan. I began having some symptoms, uh, but nothing dramatic. And, uh, Mm. one of the things I did have, uh, was anemia and that was caused by the cancer. So I would have to pace myself because what that basically meant is I'm not getting enough oxygen. Um, in my blood cells, because there's not enough red blood cells. So if I pace myself, I'm okay. But when I do overexert myself, like the last bout, I, you know, I was up and down a ladder. I worked out, and I knew that I, I thought I did too much, and it wiped me out for two days. And so, I called the doctor. He said, "Let's get some blood tests and let's do a CAT scan." And so I got the results of the blood test, and it seemed to be okay. I'm still anemic the cat scan revealed something more dramatic that the tumor had grown and the lymph nodes had grown and plus two spots on my lung have uh appeared Ugh. so it was uh, the concern immediately was surgery's not going to do it um so they've canceled the surgery because they said there's no sense since it's spread to do the surgery only to have to do the same thing so the so what they're going to try to do is you know, give me a cocktail of two drugs for uh, uh, immunotherapy drugs to see if they can slow the growth down or else reverse the growth and shrink the tumors. And if they can control at that point, then we could talk about removing the kidney. So that's sort of where we're at. I mean, it's kind of shocking at this point. Um, You know, I've processed it and, you know, the same thing applies. What can you do about it? I mean, uh, you just got to live your life um, I'm still hopeful, although, you know, things are closing in a little bit, uh, but I'm realistic about it.
1: So many ups and downs in this, because um, at times, as when we've talked, uh, came to the decision that the doctor was saying, okay, we need to remove the kidney. I think the hope there was that we will get the kidney out, it will take all the cancer along with it, but then concerns about it being spread to the lymph nodes, now, very deep concern about this showing up in your lungs. And so that's, that's a deep concern as well. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that shocked you.
0: No. you didn't. I mean, it didn't because, look, you know, I'm a storyteller. You're a storyteller. Yeah. You run the scenarios, hundreds of them through your mind. So you know that's one possible story. So I think the doctor was more shocked by what he saw than I actually was because I kind of expected it. You know, I mean, I was questioning as I was feeling sort of the effects of the cancer is like, well, what if I don't make it to the surgery? Mm-hmm. I mean, what happens if I, if I take a turn and I'm not even healthy enough to take the surgery? Um, there was some talk about because of the time frame between the diagnosis and the surgery. I mean, there were what? May June July I mean four months in between the time I was diagnosed to when the surgery was scheduled, that there would have been that they would have given me a round or two of chemotherapy, I mean uh, immunotherapy. But the risk there was if they were able to move up the surgery, and because I was in the middle of a immunotherapy regime, that I wouldn't be able to take the surgery. So they said the risk was uh, the risk of waiting, you know, was worth it to see if that happened. Well, obviously the cancer is pretty aggressive at this point and they said it's very aggressive and so they're taking steps right now.
1: When we talked to Ray Suarez, the uh, veteran journalist recently, you know, he went through colon cancer. Yes. I think the one thing that he said that I'm sure you could relate to is that you might have a sense of what the next step is, but then you really don't. No. And so there's a lot, of, a lot of I don't know yet and a lot of waiting. And to me, that's got
0: to drive you crazy. Well, it's like what he says. You never get full answers. You only get bits and pieces as things progress because it's, the cancer is a living thing. Right. It, it changes. I mean, it is shocking. I mean, I, I think back, you know, like I said before in the first podcast, I mean, you know, you do compose yourself and start thinking like, okay, how long is long enough? To live. And so inevitability of death is always with us, and it's just a matter of, you know, have I done everything that I wanted to do? And of course you never do, but for the most part, I have no regrets.
1: So let's talk about the difference between uh, immunotherapy and, and chemotherapy.
0: Um... Explain that. From what I understand, I am no expert in this, and sometimes I just don't want to get into the instruction manual on some of this stuff. But uh, the immunotherapy uses your own your body's own immune system to identify and attack the cells. Um, the two drugs I'm taking one uh, curbs the cancer's ability to multiply the cells as rapidly, and the other one I think stops the cancer. Uh, It tries to, you know, diminish it. I'm not really sure exactly what they do, but it's your own system. Whereas chemotherapy, they kind of flood your body and basically they try to poison the cancer. So it affects a lot of other systems. I mean, that's why you lose your hair. It, It actually destroys cells. Do you know what side effects you may end up
1: having with immunotherapy?
0: Uh, There's a number of side effects. I mean, like I told my daughter, I go, yeah, just, you know, listen to the end of those pharmaceutical ads on TV, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much the list. Um, You know, there were some things with, you know, digestive stuff, hunger suppressant, you know, I probably will lose weight, you know, skin rash. The weirdest thing he said was... Joints. Yeah, joint pain. One of the weird things was, you know, it doesn't say that I'll lose my hair, but it says your hair may change color. So, (laughs) I don't know, maybe I can rock the blonde look. But, you know, (laughs) in revenge for all the times I domed white people, right? So,
1: What are you doing with pink or blonde hair? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think pink would be the color, but. You never know. You never know. How's the family doing? They're doing fine. I think, you know, I think it's hard on them yeah i mean probably harder on them than it is me because you know i'm living it and and when you talk about not knowing they really don't know right so at this point um uh, you know
1: there's a plan now i mean there was a plan before but that, that's the other thing it's just this constantly shifting fluid mm-hmm. situation
0: that you have to deal with and, and so you Almost don't know what can come next. No, you don't. Uh, I mean, they're going to try, the therapy is pretty aggressive um, because they said they need to know the cancer is so aggressive, they need to knock it back as quickly as possible. And so they'll know within two weeks if if it's working at all. And there is a good chance that the immunotherapy can really knock this thing down actually. Yes, I mean that's the hope. They said that, you know, they hopefully they could put it into remission.
1: Right. And be able to shrink the tumor maybe? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. And at that point we might then discuss removing the uh the kidney. Right. So, at this point too,
1: what's what do the doctors tell you about just handling life? I know that I I, there's one positive out of this, is that yeah, that's
0: right. Well, you know, I had sort of since I knew my kidneys were going to be compromised and that I'd be losing one, um, you know, I started going on a low sodium sort of renal diet, and uh, which is fine, it's you know, it but I was talking to my doctor, and he said, you know, the only reason they're doing that is to keep your blood pressure down, and my blood pressure is fine, it's normal at this point, so he said, just. Don't, you know, don't go crazy, but eat whatever you like, because he said one of the things you got to do is keep healthy, keep active and uh, and enjoy what you can. Right. But you also need
1: not to overdo it physically. You've got to you, it, which you don't do well.
0: Yeah, I, I have to to temper what I do a little bit more. All right. So no getting
1: up on a ladder or. <laughs> You know, playing 20 holds or 36 holds of golf, not like you were anyway. But, you know, you really got to be smart about that stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I just have to kind of understand where I'm at and just act accordingly. But he said, you know, you could pretty much just conduct your normal life because, you know, if I, you know, I may, hopefully I I will have mild side effects. Right. But, you know, some of the side effects could be severe. No one knows, right, until you get on the drugs. So... We'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've, I've been preparing for this. I mean, I've stayed in shape because, you know, I know what life is about. You know, I lost my father. I've lost my sister. I mean, I've lost my immediate family, um, you know, two of them to disease. Well, three of them to disease. My mom yeah. passed with a heart attack. My father passed with cancer. My sister had a, a, a blood disorder. So I understand the cycle. So it's just a matter of, you know, reconciling myself to it and working through it. Well, here's the one thing that, you know, you're going to have. And I've said this before,
1: you've got me as your friend, along with our other two buddies, Eugene Tagawa and James Burns from our King days. So you have the support from us as well as, I'm sure, the strong support of your family and other friends. So I think that that's something, um, don't forget that you have that as you, when you, the Times when you feel like you need some support, don't be afraid to reach out because we're going to be there for you.
0: Oh, I know that, and you know, I, you know how I am. I'm not hiding this by any means. You know, uh, a number of people know. I mean, I, you know, people have called me up. We've gone out to dinner, talked about life and stuff. I mean, one of the special things happened was, you know, I had uh, dinner with Joe Wynn, Sam Cho, Zahalai, and Brandon Hersey, who are all elected so that I'd helped their campaigns. And that was pretty special. I felt really appreciated by that.
1: Just know that you're continuing to be appreciated particularly by your friends and the people that you've been active in the community with and all the folks that you have done videos for, for their organizations to uh, promote them and let people know how important they are. And then uh, we're going to continue doing this podcast and talk about those issues in the communities of color that we've been doing before as well and updating folks and your progress. And hopefully it's going to be all positive, but let's just... uh, yeah, my prayers there and uh, be right there to help you out in any way we can. So, um, you know what? Why don't we get off here and uh, let's go to Dick's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Enrique. Uh, all right, Matt. Take care.
0: We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter at Enrique Cerna and at Lofonland for me, Matt Chan. You can also email us at chinoichicano at gmail.com and check out our Chino Ichicano page on Facebook. Our theme music was composed
1: and performed by Antonio Gomez. You can find the Chino Ichicano podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher and other favorite podcast providers. Please take a listen, download and subscribe. We are posting video versions of our podcast to YouTube, Go to search and type in Chino y Chicano to find our conversations. Take care of yourself. The pandemic is not over yet. Please get vaccinated.
0: I'm Matt Chan, the Chino.
1: I'm Enrique Serna, the Chicano. We'll talk more later.